you reign and you rule. You reign and you rule. Help our communications tonight. Let it be true communications and cause us to know your burden. Pour fire in our hearts. In Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, can you turn your hands together? Come on. You may have your seat. Good. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So what we're doing is that we have all the chairs filled up again so that um, we get our Wednesdays as packed as our, as our Sundays, right? Shay, sit down there because I'll be talking to you, facing you, hitting you hard. So just sit down there. Yeah. God bless you. Can you my hands together for Shay? <laughs> Shay's first time was Sunday, but it feels like I've known you for a long time, you know? God bless you. Amen. Are we together now? So let me first say three things before I go into my message. The times are going to get tougher. The times are going to get crazier. Are you with me? Anybody preparing you for better times on the earth is deceiving you. Um, COVID-19 was a test run. Huh? Things are going to get worse. COVID-19 is one of the best years that will happen. The COVID-19 year is one of the best years that we will see on planet Earth. Amen. It's a fantastic year compared to the other things that will be unleashed. Are you together with me? You see? Um, but we operate from another realm, right? Yes, sir. And... Um, it has to now leave the level of mouth in it. Amen. And we now have to practically appreciate that we're from another realm and make sure we step in. Are you together with me? Yes, Learn all the ways of this new life. Huh? Yes, we have to learn all the ways. And um, even when we haven't gathered all the ways... We have to be, uh, is that one? Talk. You said something. You're telling her? Okay. All right. Put your phone on silence. <laughs> so we have to be at work. Are you together with me? Listen, a man who is at work is healthier than a man who thinks he has finished the work. Are you, are you with me? A man who is what? At work. Is healthier than what? Who thinks he has finished. That's what the Bible was talking about. Let he who thinks he stands take what heed. So to think that your standing is not accurate, taking heed is accurate. Are you with me? Where you have to be on your toes. Are you together with me? Victory for victory. Failure to victory. Are you together with me? If you fail ten times... You try again, right? Are you with me? The one who is failing and trying is better than the one who is resting because he has passed many times. You get my point? What did I say? Uh Congrats. (laughs) Are you with me, friends? So woe unto them 
that are at ease in Zion. So it's not about your past success. Neither is it about your past failures. Are you with me? The question is, are you, is there energy? Are you, are you, are you, are you vibrating? Spiritual vibrations. Are you together with me? Are you vibrating? Are you, are you putting yourself in that place, in that context? Are you together with me? Where you can take fire, take glory. Are we, are we together here? Say no rest. No rest. So, so we have to now find out how to live in the kingdom. Are you with me? We have to find out how to what? How to live in the kingdom. How to do business in the kingdom. Father, I, I, I kidnap every spirit of destruction. I lock them up over this, over the service. And you think I'm joking? I think I'm just praying a funny prayer. Are you with me? For your mind to, to listen, to connect is warfare. It's not normal. For your mind to connect. Because you can be here and you are doing semu. You can be here and... Yeah. You can be here and you are doing semu. You can be here and your heart is slow. Yeah. Have you, have you played some, some stuff that the audio is faster than the... You, get you can be here and your, your, your heart is slow. I've said 55 things, you are in number two. And then you can be here... I've said one thing, you are in number eight. You get my point? Because your heart is fast. There is, no, not every heart is quickened. You have to ask for quick, quickening of heart. Hmm? Quickening of heart. Hmm. See, when your heart is quickened, as per consumption, as, you get, as per consumption, you won't even know what's today's food, yesterday's food, or tomorrow's food. A quickened heart can eat tomorrow's meal. That's the speed. It's, 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 it's permitted in the kingdom. You can step into a meal that is not yet ready because you are just quickened. You get the point? Those were the operations of Abraham and David. They, those ones don't care what's Old Testament or New Testament. With their heart, they were able to enter the New Testament. And God did not stop them. Do you want it enough? Are we together, friends? And so we have to, beyond mouthing the kingdom, we now have to step into, into the kingdom. You know, you have to plan to do everything the kingdom will, even how you will die. You, start, you have to start thinking about your death, how you will die. It has to be accepted. <laughs> Are you together with me? Joseph had a plan for his death. He told the guys, he said, when I, when I die, don't bury my bones here. He says, take my bones with you guys and take it to the promised land because there's going to be a resurrection. Are you together with me? He says, I don't want my bones here. I want my bones. I, I want my bones. All the patriarchs bought their tombs before they died. Ah, all the patriarchs, they bought their tomb and designed their tomb and told their children, this is where you put my... You, you get my point now? Um, when you read Peter, read Paul, they had an idea of the timing for their death. In fact, some of them borrowed some time so that they can equip the church. Paul said to, to, to die is, you know, is, is gain, right? He says, it's better for me to go, but I'm going to stay for some time. Two more years for you guys. Two more years that has nothing to do with my own personal work with God. I'm, I'm personally done. I've finished. I'll beg them to give me some time here so that I can do Bible study. Imagine somebody alive for Bible study. If you don't come, you say, if you miss meeting again, I'll die tomorrow. You get my point? <laughs> Crazy stuff, right? Yeah. 
crazy stuff. You are stepping into it. Crazy stuff. I said you are stepping into it. See, when I, when I say something, I, I'm not saying it carelessly. I said you are stepping into crazy stuff. You see, what is possible is not, is not taught in the... There is no list of possible things. What is possible is a realm. If you step into the realm, it becomes possible for you. So there is, there is no ordained list of what can be done or what cannot be done. It's about where are you. Yeah. Because you see, what you think can be done, what looks deep for you, for somebody else is natural. Because the person is there. And so concerning your destiny, you are stepping into realms. Where, listen, the law is simple. If you see it, you have it. The law is simple. It's the same law for Abraham. If you see it, you have it. And then your spiritual sight again is being anointed. Yeah, it's it's, it's the law. If you see it, you have it. As far as your eye can see. Yeah, see it. What I'm seeing this year was not what I saw three years ago. No, it's not. It's not. Last year, two years ago, my, dis- my, my burden and the possibility of, of planting churches all around the world was not there. You get my point? But now it is there. Yeah, it's now there. Now, because it's now inside me and because I've seen it now, I have broken the back of finances. So right now, I'm not thinking if I can afford it or no. When, you, when, you are, when, you, when budgeting cripples you, it's because you have not entered. There is a realm that money is, money is shy. Money is not as important. You see, there's a realm where money is lord. Another realm, money is just is, is, is a servant. Yeah. One realm is lord. Another realm is servant. The, the enemy was tempting our Lord Jesus Christ and told him that, you know, bow to me, I'm going to give you all these things. But by the time Jesus broke into resurrection, all those things became irrelevant. Yes, Jesus is not, is not Jesus because he's, he's the king of Saudi Arabia. He's the king of uh, Qatar. That's not what makes him Jesus. You understand? Those were the temptations that were the enemy was bringing to him. You see? But, but he's in a realm that there's a realm. There's a realm, friends. There's a realm. There's a realm. Listen, and one of the things, one of the proof that you're listening to me is that you will, you will break into those realms. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the proof that you're listening to me. If you're listening to me, you can't, you, you, can't, you can't think the way your family members think. It's not possible. It's not possible. You will see something. I said you will see something. And so we have to practically find how to step into the kingdom and wear it. Amen. Amen. Because Hebrews teaches us that yet once again I'm going to shake everything. Yeah. He says I'm going to shake everything. And I'm going to shake everything until what cannot be shaken is the only thing that will remain. Praise God. 
Are you there? Whose voice then shook the earth, but now he has promised, saying, Yet once more I shake not only the earth, but also what? Heaven. Heaven. Now, this yet once more indicates the removal of those things that are what? Being shaken. Are you with me? The removal of those things that are what? So, so it is a waste of effort to try to put in place what God is shaking. It's a waste of effort. When God is trying to shake something, to go and make effort on trying to keep it back is a waste of time. Because shaking is the beginning. Because the plan is the remover. Can I talk to you? Yes, sir. You see, some of you, there are some, there, there are some lifestyles, some processes, some thought patterns, some mannerisms between which you do things yeah. that is experiencing shaking. Yeah. And you are still trying to keep it. <laughs> shaking is not the plan. Removal is the plan. Some of you as men, God is already confronting your ego in the context of marriage. Hey. And he's saying that, Oga, hey, Oga, you know, this African man that you are doing is not working. And he's bringing it to you, but you are saying, let's put some balance. I know God that we are just... And you think he's not suggesting. He wants to remove it. Praise God. And it's the, it's the same way they removed Jacob's hip. Are you with me? Yes, sir. They removed Jacob's hip without provision for healing. Hallelujah. <laughs> they didn't bring that hip back. Yeah. From that day till he died, he was limping all his life. Hallelujah. Why? Because they needed to readjust his order. Wow. Am I preaching here? Yes, because some of you are laying old on who you think you are. This is, no, you see, God is not caressing you. He wants to, what he's shaking, partner with him. He wants to remove. Are we together here? Yes, so if you spend more time and more years to put back what he's shaking or to negotiate, you are even, he's, he just torpid you. You know what is called torpid somebody? The shaking is tospy. The plan is what? Is removal. So those who will have, are we together here? Am I preaching here? Those who have speed with God are those who cooperate early enough for what? The removal. Whatever God is shaking in your life, know that he wants to remove it. You get the point now? So that the you without God and the you with God now, there won't be resemblance. He wants to, and sometimes we are afraid of being another kind of person. Many times we are afraid because we just want to remain who we are. No, he's not just, he's shaking you as a sign that he wants to remove that thing. So if you are timid and God was confronting your timidity, He's not trying to balance you. He's trying to remove timidity. Removal. Somebody say removal. Removal. I can't hear. Say removal. Removal. 
as of the things that are made, that the things which cannot be what be shaken may remain. So whatever shakes should not have been there. What did I say? So, if if one serious issue hits you and um, maybe you enter into a financial challenge, amen, and um, fear just takes over you. Are you with me? What was exposed was that your strength and your confidence had been in those things. Are you with me? So, that fear that is in you, God is shaking it, right? Yeah. Are you together with me? Yes, sir. Now, if you try and adjust it to when you make the next money, the person that, that used powder, the God that blew the first money, yeah. is coming again to blow it again. Hallelujah. Because he was not just shaking it. He wants to remove the fear. So don't think the solution is that he will now quickly give you money so that your fear will not be there. No. Until he takes away that fear, the cycle continues. So when you see him shaking you, you are better remove it. Because he will come again. You can sit down, brother. He will come again. And the point is, go to, go to where I was reading. And the point is so that that which cannot be shaken will remain. Yes, Amen. Amen. That which what? Cannot be shaken. That is the only thing God wants to what? To remain. And that's the reason for stripping. Many times. So that you can really know what what you count as possessions. Are your possessions shakable or unshakable? And friends, only the possessions of kingdom substance are unshakable. Money is shakable. Fame is what? Is shakable. Huh? Friendship is shakable. Are you together with me? Yes, Popularity is what? Is shakable. The word of God is not shakable. Yes, the joy of God is not shakable. The peace of God is not what? Shakable. Yes, so when a man leaves your life and you say you are dead, you were dead when he was in your life. They had to take him out to, to let you know that it are totally now. Now, now. now, if you if you put another man to make you feel alive, don't go and testify because the person that shook it before is still around the corner. Are you together with me? He, he, you get my point now? Because the reason he shook you, that thing 
It's not for shaking sake. He said, I'm shaking what I want to remove. So when God shakes you, calm down and say, Father, what do you want to remove? Because if, listen, he's the, he's, let me tell you one name you can give God. He's the God that has your time. That's one of his. When you call him Jehovah Shammah, Jehovah Nisi, call him the Lord that has my time. <laughs> Is that not a good name? Oh Lord God, you are the God that has my time. He has your time. This one can be on one point with you for 85 years. And when, if you mistakenly leave the earth, the Bible study continues in heaven. Yeah. That's what, as we were saying, before that car jammed you. So, <laughs> as we were saying before you choked to death. So this is what I was trying to this is what I was trying to say to you. Yeah. So so you better cooperate. Those who have speed are those who cooperate. Yes, See, the reason Jesus could die after three years was because his cooperation level is hundred percent. His cooperation level is what you see. If some of us, what happened against man, the way he said, Nevertheless, I die, I die, we right. You see, for Jesus, his destiny was for him to die, right? God is not willing to change it. For some of us who use under 30 years on it, for that thing that happened that moment, of course, it happened for about three hours, thereabout, because you know, he went to ask them. Can't you pray with me for one hour? And it went about two or three times. So that prayer was like maybe a three hours prayer. Are you together with me? That's where I got my own prayer model. So I like to pray at least an hour. You understand? Because Jesus did not say, can't you tarry with me for 30 minutes? So in my mind, in my mind, I don't think it counts 30 minutes. Or <laughs> yeah, that's where I let us pray. So whenever I want to pray, yeah, whenever I want to pray, in the mornings, when I go to where I pray, I put my, hour, my alarm in one hour. So, one hour, when I've done one hour, I say, okay. <laughs> now, I don't stop praying, but I don't stop until it has reached one hour. Then, I now continue. No, that's not a, it's not a theology. It's nowhere in the Bible. So, what I said now is not a theology. I'm not saying God does not count. I'm just talking about how I took that scripture. Are you together with me? So, so that that which cannot be shaken may remain. And the reason for this is that so that when the world is being shaken, we don't shake with it. See see COVID-19, for example. See the way it shook a lot of believers. Am I correct? Yes, sir. A lot of believers did not have any divine perspective. I want the media team to go get us the first message we preached that when the lockdown started. Praise God. Yeah. A lot of churches could not come back. Did you know that? Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. A lot of churches did not come back. They didn't have member again. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of churches shut down. Now, now, can I talk to you here? So anything that happened to you during that COVID-19 had already been happening to you. 
right from time. COVID-19 exposed it. If we could not relate as a church during the, during the lockdown, then we didn't have a church before the lockdown. Are you with me? Because if it's the kingdom, it can't be shaken. Huh? So whatever was shaken, if our finances shook and we couldn't do stuff, then it means that the principles upon which we inched our finances as a church was not kingdom. Because that thing should not have sh- sh- You should not have what? You should not have shook. You say shook. You get my point, friends? You shouldn't have. And, and, and I'm not bragging, friends. As a house, last year was... Our best. Yeah, it was our best. It was our best. Because when the world is shaking, it is opportunity for God to exalt his house. But it won't be able to exalt us if we, are, if we don't have his principles at work. Yeah. It was, it was our best. It was our best. It was our best year. Yeah. Nothing, nothing stopped. Everything climaxed. You see, we don't check the earth to find out what will happen to us. I don't check, we don't read the news to hear about our story. We check inside. It says that the kingdom is not here or there. Am I preaching here? You know, tonight, giants will rise tonight. I love the sight of giants. When I see one, I know. After the service, don't ask me if you are one. (laughs) Are we together, friends? Giant. We don't we don't check the world to find out what will happen to us. Pray with me. There was famine in the land. Isaac was going to go to Egypt and God said, Don't go. Huh? Is that Genesis twenty five? He says, don't go. He says, stay here. He's still here. And the guy stood there. And it was in that same land where there was famine. Ah. Angel can pour water in our own, in our own ground. Yeah. You are going to give impossible testimonies. Amen. You know, before coming to church today, God told me, now, don't say amen to this. Don't. <laughs> Obey me. Don't say amen to this. You see, God told me that he's doing a work. Before the end of this month, 
there's going to be somebody. Now, the manifestation of this thing before the end of the year, but the real work is happening this month, which is about eight days they're about. You're going to have, and it's your career, it's your business. That person is going to have a magnificent testimony, a groundbreaking testimony. And that testimony is just a sign. Yeah. It's a sign for what is, for what God has released over the house. Yeah. One of the services in December, I prayed, I prayed, Pastor, come and sit down. One of the services in December, we will do testimony Sunday. And we'll share a lot of some of our testimonies. Are we together, friends? Yes, sir. Then the Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to what? To Egypt. On what basis the Lord appeared to him? Are you with me? Yes, sir. That shifts everything. Never again will it be said about you, you don't know what God wants you to do. Never. You won't be used to not knowing what God wants to do. Amen. As you wait on him, he will let you know the next step, the next action. And the Lord what appeared to him and said, do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land of which I shall tell you. Dwell in this land. I will bless you. I will be with you and bless you for you and your descendants. I give all this land. And I will perform the oath which I swore to your father. Alright? So the Lord says, don't go. Dwell here. Hallelujah. Now, I want the, the line that says there was famine. Alright, it's the, first, it's the first verse, 26. Verse 1. There was a famine in the land, besides the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines in Gerah. Then the Lord appeared to him and said, do not go down to Egypt. That will be the frequency upon which you operate. Famine will not lead you. His appearance will lead you. The ones that need to go to Cheslosco, Caviar, where do they call it? Will go. The ones that need to go to Venezuela will go. The ones that will stay in Agege will stay. See, with what is happening in Afghanistan, there are some people receiving fresh vision yeah. on how to take over the city. I'm telling you, God is talking to people that this is your year. With what you are seeing on CNN, some people are hearing this is your year, this is your time, the city is yours. I'm telling you the truth. Yeah. Yes, sir. While everybody is talking about what's happening in Afghanistan, there's somebody praising God and saying, Father, I thank you. It's not our news. Our news comes in his appearance. 
Because I feel in my spirit that God is asking me to prepare us for the times. You need to put you need to put premium on his speaking. Is what? His speaking. What's the Lord saying? What's the Lord saying? You need to place high premium on what what what's the Lord saying to you? I've been in seasons of obvious failures and I hear my spirit, no, it's not true. And God says, just keep doing this. Just keep doing this. And it's looking like it's failure all around me. But I just stay in that one thing. And after a while, everything breaks open. Are we together, friends? Do not go down to Egypt, live in the land of which I shall what tell you. Or I go back to Isaac's suit. In that land. That's verse what? Then verse 12. Somebody somebody read verse 12 for me. Want to go? Are you with me? So so wait, wait, wait. You see the arrogance in this scripture. Is that land? Ah. Everybody's saying there is famine. Isaac then sold where? In that land. <laughs> In that land. I hear a lot of strange things. They say to do to do ministry in Lagos is very expensive. To get, I don't understand. What what can that ever mean? Like, what can that ever mean? Will it ever have a meaning that to do ministry in Lagos is very expensive? Halls in Lagos? What can, what can that ever mean? To do ministry in which Lagos? From whose pockets are you doing ministry? So you, you have a breakthrough now, you have a vision, and you break into heaven, and um, you will hear the angels talk about how to get money to do a walk in Lagos. I said, Kai, hey, Father, how do you want to do it now? You know, hold him Bananaila, Father, and you call this guy to Bananaila. Should we move him to Oshu so that this work can... What can that ever mean? God wanted to move. God wanted to move. <laughs> I was hearing, I heard a testimony of a particular man. He was sharing a testimony with me. He has a fantastic house somewhere in the mainland. You know the person, I just don't want to see the person. He had a fantastic property that he built. And he didn't need any. He didn't need money. He had money for this thing. But one day he woke up and the Lord said, go sell it. 
He said, for what? I said, no, just go sell it. I, want, I don't want you to own it again. So he called the people living there and said, I'm, that, I'm sorry, people will be checking this out because I put it up for sale. And the person said, ah, thank God. Since I moved into this house, the rate at which my prosperity hit me. In fact, just around the corner, I just built my own property of over two billion. Yeah. He said, but I'm not living here. He <laughs> said, so in two years that I've stayed here, everything has worked. He so said, I'm not moving. I'm staying here. He said, I don't know what you did. I don't know what you put. But I know what is happening to me is connected to this place. So give me your price. So he sold it to him. So he asked the Lord, what will I use this money for? The Lord said, don't worry. Wait. That was on the mainland. Someone just suddenly called him. There was another project in, the, in one of the choices area on the island. I said, the person needed some little amount of money to complete. He doesn't want to go to the bank to get you. He said, well, I'm not borrowing them money. I want a property. And um, in that instance, a property that should go for, say, 300 million, yeah, he got for less than half of it. Yeah. And almost immediately finished paying, somebody else was asking for 100% of what he paid for. I said, I will pay you 100% of it, give it to me. That's how God moved somebody from the mainland to a greater place in the twinkle of an eye because the Lord appeared. You don't have to do the mass of how will I, hey, how will I buy? You are thinking too much. This your brain is too small. Mama Groy. Mama Groy. Mama Groy. You would not be feeling smart. So when preachers like we are start preaching about seed, you'll have be fried. You go, I want to be a wow. I want to be a wow. This one is not a seed, this is a harvest. Though. <laughs> ah, as a this one is on lockdown. <laughs> Preach another message. This particular offering or money is on lockdown. <laughs> she. When you are afraid to give something, it doesn't translate to you are meant to give it. The response to fear, maybe you are afraid to give maybe some offering, like, ah, okay, let me just deal with this fear and go and give it. No, that's not the response. It just proves that your trust level 
you know, needs help. That's all. Are you blessed? Yes, sir. I think I'm told today to prepare you for the times. The times are tough outside, but they are beautiful in the kingdom. Praise God. I saw, you, I saw the work of your hand prospering. Lay on. And this is, this is like the third time I'm seeing it. The other time I was having a conversation which I asked you, you know, about your business and all of that. And the thing, I don't know if I remember I told you to look into it. So Isaac sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold that same year. You can see the way they are putting some phrases to let you know how supernatural it is. Yeah. There is God provided for us to pay. It's just, it's just God proving himself. That land, same year, hundredfold. God just taking glory. You understand? Just like as a church, God can provide for us to, to do our rents, but Chinese landlord returning rent twice consecutively. It's just the presence of God. It's just God letting you know I'm here. I'm trusting God for those tokens over your life. Amen. Tokens that will prove that God is here. Amen. Am, I, am I preaching here? Tokens. If you believe the things that I'm saying to you, they're activated over your life. The anointing of God upon me has increased. It's not where it was yesterday. And it will keep increasing. And you are going to see, you will see the fruits all around the earth. And the Lord blessed him. That's it. That's what happens. So, so, so what, what, what God is doing, training you, talking to you, appearing to you, and you obeying him, the resultant effect is that he now puts the blessing on you. Now, when the blessing is on you, there can be a place that is disadvantaged. You get my point? Because right now, the blessing is on you. So, it means that the blessing, you're not looking for it. The blessing is not an addition from without. It's now on you. So, whatever you do, whatever you are told to do, Begins to prosper because the blessing is what is on you. You see, one of the most dangerous things and the most ridiculous thing you can do to yourself is to fight somebody who has the blessing on him. Somebody who carries the blessing. 
You can't do anything against that person. I tell you the truth. Someone who carries, who has worked with God and God has put the blessing on him. There's nothing you can do. Life enters another level of ease because of the blessing. So this man sowed in that land. This man had a harvest in that land that same year and it was a hundredfold. That land, that same year and it was a hundredfold. So it means that as we keep working with God, we should expect sudden turnarounds. Yeah. Yeah. It's unhealthy not to expect it. Sudden turnarounds. Because he appeared to you. Some of you to be in your health. Yeah. Yeah. To be in your health. It will be a generational issue that you will just check and find out is no more there because a turnaround has occurred. Are we together with me? Because even in this service tonight, the Lord is touching your blood system. Even, Even in this service. This service. Somebody here, there is healing for your blood. I see the hand of the Lord touch you. God's finger touches you. And you begin to see that as time goes on, you begin to see that the symptoms have changed. You begin to see something new happening and the old stuff is fading away. Because I see it. I see, I see a black substance dropping off your system. And that's the corruption in the blood. It's been washed away. Let's read. The man began to prosper. Now, because the blessing was first on him. Are you with me? So, others were chasing whatever they were chasing. But when you walk with God and get the blessing on you, then you begin to prosper. So, I don't care the prosperity you think you have. You are still beginning. Beginning. Now, Now, let me say this to you. If you begin to prosper... Does that not connote that you are on a street and the name is what? Prosperity. And if you are on the street of prosperity, on, there can't be two names for one street. You are not getting my point. A street cannot be uh, Akisoya Street and at the same time uh, Bajabia Mila Street. If you are on a street, you are on that street. So if you begin to prosper then what will you continue to do? To prosper. So that's the point. That's the prophetic analogy here. And you need to understand this prophetic analogy because sometimes when the Lord blesses you and you begin to see change, many times what happens is that you are still in fear 
of your past. And sometimes you think your past will catch up with you. But no, 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 no. This servant of God is sent to speak to your spirit man and say, it is not like yesterday. Nothing negative is catching up. Nothing evil is catching up. No sickness is catching up. No poverty is catching up. No lack is catching up. No lukewarmness is catching up. Nothing from the enemy's side is catching up. You are on the street of prosperity. And prosperity alone shall you know. If I am talking to you, let me hear your voice now. to prosper. It's, it's, it's his lane. And you are being edged into that lane and I rebuke the spirit of fear. Because the spirit of fear slows you down. Slows you down. Fear in the spirit is the, is the technology to, of reversing. When, when, when you are in fear, you are reversing. You are looking behind. So, you don't have to accommodate fear. And some of you have to destroy the structure in your life that perpetuates fear. Because some of you have structures that perpetuate fear. And sometimes those structures can be some relationships. Some of you are laying old, you are putting value on people that speak fear in you. You have to divorce the structures that perpetuate what? Fear. fear. Can I talk to you? Yes, sir. You have to divorce every structure that what? That puts fear, that perpetuates fear. Every structure that kind of reminds you that your past is haunting you or coming uh, into your future. And you also have to reduce the time you allocate to structures that perpetuate fear. Not just the time you allocate to them. Not only structures that perpetuate fear, you must reduce the time to structures that are indifferent. A lot of you give too much time to indifference. Indifference is not a blessing. You get my point now? Yes, sir. Indifference. You have to make sure that most of your time is given to those who speak into your future.
Can I talk to you? There are some of you here, you attract people who are going nowhere. You, 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 You have a sentiment. Are you with me? Let me give you characterizations of people who are going nowhere. Bitter people are going nowhere. You see, bitterness is a communicable disease. So anytime you meet a bitter person, when you think you are feeling for the person, is a symptom that the disease is having access to your heart. And there is no disease as transferable, as easily transferable as bitterness. The Bible talks about the root of bitterness. Let it not be found in us. It said because it has a ability to what? How did you say it? Defy many. Give me that scripture. Bitterness. Bitterness. You see, because bitterness connects to the evil good. Of your emotion. What does that call it? Evil. evil good. Or good evil. You see because. When man ate of that tree. It was the tree of the knowledge of what? Of good and evil. Are you together with me? But the old tree. What's the end game of that tree? Evil. Death. But that tree. Even though it's death. The code they put in it. Is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So the tree, in that tree, even though everything there is dead, but some death looks like death. Why some death there looks like good. So that if you think you are not a very bad person, you will reject the evil of the tree and go and pick the good of the tree, which will still kill you. Are you together? Am I confusing you? Of course not. Easy, right? Looking carefully. Are you together with me? Let's any fall short of the grace of God. Let's any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble. And by this many what become what defied. So, so bitterness. Bitterness. So anytime you meet a bitter person, know that warfare has been Released over your life. <laughs> so you treat bitterness skillfully. If you if you're an emotional wreck, bitterness will sweep you. You see, I have an apostolic ministry. When you have an apostolic ministry, you must teach this kind of things. There are things that are not easily seen. So you attract, so people who are bitter, of course, are not going anywhere. Are you with me? You are stalled. Because bitterness helps you to do business with your past. 
That's what bitterness, what's bitterness. You are actively doing daily business with the evil that happened to you yesterday. Yeah. That's you are just doing business. Oh, see how they did, see what they did to me. You, when you wake up tomorrow, you do business and then there'll be interest. Yeah. 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 You'll be doing business. Kai, my God. These people, men are useless. Men are scum. <laughs> you get my point now? After a while, you, you have a foul smell around you. You understand? So anybody that comes to you will begin to hate things. You invite them into your jail. So anytime you meet a bitter person, warfare has been declared over your life. Over your own. It's about you, not even about the person. <laughs> now, have you hated somebody that did not do you bad? Have you ever hated someone that did not do you bad? But did somebody bad? And you have not really sat down to ask yourself, what did this person do to me? And you know, you know, this person not do me, me particularly anything. I don't know if I'm preaching now. And have you found out that you've hated someone, you later find out you should not even wait? Yeah. <laughs> have you been stuck before that you could not worship for months? Three months. Sometimes one year. Yeah. You know how the flu. So people who are not going anywhere, they are bitter people. Bitter people are not going anywhere. One and then people who complain are not going anywhere. Anywhere. When you see somebody complain today, complain tomorrow, complain next tomorrow, start praying for the person. Yeah. Stop stop counseling the person. Yes, yeah. Someone complains today. Tomorrow, you, you say, you know, you, you know, you are beautiful. You are the beauty of God. You are beautiful. God has a blind. Say, oh, beautiful, beautiful. And then tomorrow, I say, oh, see me. You are beautiful. T- I tell you, you are beautiful. See, you are wasting your energy. Stop praying. Stop praying because that person will create a force field around you. Yeah, stop praying. Stop praying for the person. The person is under an attack. The person is breakthrough. In the spirit. And these are things you must have ready warfare for as a person. Yes, sir. I will never be bitter and I will never be complaining. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You must be ready for it. Yeah. They never complain. You can't, you can't be complaining. And be full of the Holy Ghost. Wow. Now you can be complaining and speaking in tongues. But you can't be complaining about what? And be full of the Holy Ghost. You know, one of the major signs of being filled with the Holy Ghost is that they were filled with the Holy Ghost and they prophesied. What does that mean? What does it mean to prophesy? Speaking the mind of God. So when you are full of the Holy Ghost, the major fruit of it is what? He's speaking the mind of God. Now, when you are not speaking the mind of God, you are not full of the Holy Ghost. Yes, sir. Are we together here? Yes, sir. Praise God. Hallelujah. 
Because sometimes a lot of us are under spiritual attack. We don't even know. You don't even know that because if you knew you were under attack, you wouldn't joke with it. I meant to make an expense. I'm, being, I'm, I'm paying for something very soon, which, I, which I'm not happy I'll be paying for it, and it's quite expensive. And immediately I, was, I knew I was going to pay for it. Immediately the Lord warned me, don't ever complain about it, one, and don't make it look like it's very expensive. So everybody that, I, that is important, maybe two persons that I need to tell about it, I told them in a way that is not a big deal. Yeah. Because that was the order that I was given. And this is something that would spoil all my plans and everything. But I was ordered to talk about it with ease. I said, this is what I'm going to do. You know, I'm even, I'm going to do it and um, this is conscious stress. If I'm going to do it the first week of September, I put date to it. Yeah, because that was how I was told to do it. Because he's training me yeah. on how to talk. Yay. You see, because your, your speech is your pen. Wow. And your heart is the paper. So the things you say are written on your heart. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So it's not only that the things are in your heart is what is coming out. Also, the things that you are saying is what is being written in your heart. And not just the things you say, how you say it, and the thought that goes with them, the feeling of it. Are you together with me? Why is this service a powerful service? I have said powerful things. Why do you have presence? Why do we have power? I can switch the service to anything I want now. I can make it an anointing. I can make it a healing service. I can make it an impartation Why? The presence is here. Why? From this get-go of when I started speaking, I started talking things. Powerful things. I even told you my anointing has increased. Because I'm writing into the heart of the atmosphere. So the atmosphere is shifting. To what I am saying. I control it. Are you together with me? So you can control the atmosphere of your life. By speaking what will happen. I'm not not speaking what's going on. Don't speak what? What Don't speak what is going on. Speak what will happen. Paul, you get it? You and your wife, what do you speak what will happen? The mother, you get it? What about if you're going to speak? What will happen? Not what's going on. Yes. You speak what will happen. Yes, sir. Then after a while, the atmosphere shifts completely. Yes. Then it's no more a two. You, can't, you, you don't even have capacity to doubt again. Yes. Are we here? times, the times, the times, the times are going to be tough outside, but the times should not be tough 
on the inside of you. You know, I wouldn't teach what I, the continuation of what was meant to teach last time because I just felt this was what the Lord will have me do to prepare us. Hmm? Prepare us. We must make decisions for the kingdom. And pass we live for the kingdom. Live for soul winning, right? Live for church planting, right? Yes, sir. Must live for the kingdom. Church must not be just church. It's not just church. It's life. Yes, sir. You get my point? Yeah. It's life. And secondly, we must now find out the ways of God. That's what I've been teaching. Yes, sir. The ways of God. The ways. The way I'm teaching now is seed, time, and what? And harvest. I just didn't continue today find out the way. What, what a lot of you lack is that you don't, you don't and, I'm, and I'm, running off, I'm running off in this notice that you don't appreciate his way. You, you say you love the Lord but you still do things your own way. You know, I say love and, that, and, and that's, the, that, that's the crisis of the last days. I said a lot of people just doing, doing kingdom their own way. After people say, you know me, after people say, me I, I, I'm not just, I'm, I'm, done with, I'm done with church things, I'm just you don't decide. You are not God. So, you know, I'm done. I'm done with church things. I'm done. Some say I'm done, you know. I'm done. Right now, you know, now we give, now we give our tithes to the poor, you know. We don't send our tithes to the orphanage home, you know. I've also seen people tell themselves, you know, let's, let's start a family stuff in our, you know, in our homes that, you know, people are just giving new, new ideas of what they want to do. Okay, if you start something in your home, which oil? <laughs> which oil are you going to use? Or what do you think we're doing? Do you think we're talking here? We're just... Wow. See, I met my spiritual father yesterday. Again. From yesterday to today, my life exploded. Yeah. Exploded. It just, 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 it exploded again. Possibilities. Today we had a conversation on working in the miraculous. Yesterday was just, just came in, we just had a little conversation and told me what God told me about him, told me about, told him about me and Stuff prophesied over my life. Prophesied. Spoke to me. What God has even been telling me personally. He spoke to me, confirmed it, and said, This is the time. And gave me a part A of the prophecy. Took out his wristwatch and gave it to me and said, This is a prophetic sign. This is the time. Yeah, and that's why I have this wristwatch. I can't give it to you. <laughs> I'm prophesied over my life. He told me the next time he sees me, he will activate something else inside me. It's, it's deep, it's spiritual. Yes, and you have to bring your heart to the table. Wow. 
If your heart is not under, you know, have you gone to? Sorry, sorry, I'm using this, this as, as explanation. Who was in really in the world before? Richard. You know, sometimes you go to some clubs and when you're outside, you think nothing is happening. Yeah. By the time you just enter, ah. <laughs> if your heart is not in the, in the game, you'll think nothing is happening. The day you put your heart in the game, you'll be exposed to that world. It's a real world. Worlds of fire, lightnings, and powerful stuff. But tonight your heart is opened afresh. Amen. Tonight your resolve is stronger. Amen. Yeah. I said tonight your resolve is stronger. Amen. Once again you are learning to live for something higher than you. Amen. Once again. You are learning to live for a higher cost than yourself. Amen. And you are saying, Lord, what next? What would you have me do? Your heart is enjoying his will. You enjoy the will of God. You are longing for his ways. You are blessed afresh. You have you have begun to prosper. And you are bringing, you are churning out results that will, that will cause there to be envy. You are churning out results that are different from what the world is churning out. Father, I thank you for this one. I thank you because you are blessed. I thank you because your hand is upon them. I thank you because the authority over their life is getting stronger. I thank you, Father, because they are changing their world. Thank you, Father, because you are changing them from within. I thank you because you are pouring fire inside them. I thank you because when they sleep at night, they have encounters with you. I thank you because when, when situations happen around them, you inspire them on what to do. And they use your inspiration as key. And what they lock is locked. And what they open is open. Thus, hear the Lord, it is well with you. It will always be well with you. And that's your story. In Jesus' name I pray. God bless you guys. I love you so much. And it's beautiful doing life with you.